Hello. Welcome back to my nine loyal listeners. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I actually have not recorded a podcast, it appears, since May. And I have to say, if we think about this summer, it is a big... What was that? Today's August 1st. Every August, traditionally, I flip the calendar and I begin training myself for back to school season. And by that, I start setting the alarm. I start, you know, getting my clothes of what I think I'm going to be able to wear, whatever. And so this is like none other since 20 days from now, we will be going back, but we will going be going to e-learning. And then after that, we're slated to go back in October. And for what I teach, we will be outside until basically it's a polar vortex. So I'm going to learn to endure all conditions. So I've been practicing walking um, with my face mask on, um, walking vigorously. And I've been trying out different sunscreens and different things like that to see um, how that's going to go. And I'm used to teaching outside. I teach PE, but I at least, you know, have days where we do, maybe we'll go in and then out and we switch it around and stuff just because I am very sensitive to the sunlight. I'm a vampire. No. And so, yeah, there's that. Um, okay. I'm not the type of person to do a podcast and have notes in front of me or practice the day before. And I have been listening to podcasts and I realize the rest of the world, for the most part, they're very organized. And so, you know, I do think that's probably what's led me to my theme of the mistakes I made. I go into things without reading directions or planning a lot. But today we're going to talk about is not so much the mistakes I've made, but where I'm at and what I've learned during this COVID process. And so I think we all started out COVID and especially those of us uh, who weren't essential workers, we were, you know, able to work from home. And, you know, we started, it was really funny. I was like, oh, I get to see what everyone's dog and cat and their house looks like. This is great. And then, you know, I saw a lot of my friends went through a baking phase. We went through that. Um, we went through the in-home workout. Let me show everybody what I can do inside my house workout phase. Then we went through the guilt phase where people posted about if you're not changing your life during this, you've wasted it um, phase. And then we went through the, ooh, we can go outside. Oh my God, the numbers are spiking. Oh my God, this has all become political. And then we really did go through a really um, serious phase with the death of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter and the fact that people had to pay attention, which thank God, um, if you know me, you know, I've been very outspoken for years. I don't know everything. I don't always know the most eloquent words. Even here in uh, where I live, there was a Confederate flag on the beach a couple days ago. And I keep thinking about if I was there, um, I'm like, God, Julie, you know, it's, it's not right. Like, you know, that that flag triggers something in you, but you do you even have the words and would I've had the words. So, you know, this is waking up. Um, a lot of that too. And I think another thing that's been really cool about the social distancing is for the first time, I would say personally in my life, I have had more conversations about reading with my friends and my social circle and my family than I ever have. And I've read more than I have, which I used to laugh and, you know, kind of just make a joke of it, of how little I read. 
but it really reading is incredible it opens up your mind and it opens up windows to the world of places that you know we've never been to or we never thought about and so I've had a really good time with that and even some of my books are related to sexism, gender, sexuality. Some are related to social justice. Some of them are even just Robin from Peloton. Um, I read, uh, what's her name? The Untamed, Glen- Glenelyn Doyle, is that her name? That was really amazing. So I've done that. I have not been working out the way I used to. And then I did go on a juice cleanse. And tomorrow I'm going to do a one-day juice cleanse. And I am moving forward in a journey of, I would say, self. And so instead of talking about a mistake I made, I'm going to talk about the way I'm going to break some patterns and moving forward. And I hope, you know, when I come back and I listen to this, um, I'm even in a state of more clarity and I can see, you know, where I was in this journey, what seeds I are, I'm planting. But some things that I've been realizing through this experience are number one nutrition if we think about it and the food we consume there's i'm starting to change some of my daily behaviors i'm not there yet but i'm changing slowly because i realized except for with alcohol i quit that cold turkey and here i am 14 years later but everything else if i quit cold turkey i'm not successful and so a couple of things i'm doing differently number one While I'm not religious, I was raised Catholic. My first job was actually at a Catholic school. I do have a higher power, and I do speak to my higher power. And I do actually believe in a God. My God happens to be a man. I don't know why, which is interesting because I'm such a feminist, but um, it is. And one thing I want to start doing before every meal is stopping and honoring the food. I want to honor it, um, thank my higher power, for blessing me with the opportunity to enjoy the meal and, you know, almost make it sacred before it comes into me because I'm consuming it. I'm consuming it, you know, orally through my mouth as I'm chewing. So that's one thing I'm going to start doing a little bit different. The other thing is on my day before my birthday, I had my little skin cancer checkup at the dermatologist. And this lady, I'm telling you, like, she is a pistol. And I really like her. And when I'm successful and I make her laugh, I just think, oh, my God, Julie, you made it in life. But, you know, she made a little comment on the slide and was just, like, almost feeling pity for me because she she said she hadn't had a patient of my age so young with melanoma. And that was the first time, like, I'd really heard melanoma out loud. And it just... It hurt, like, it hurt on many, many levels. Like, I was just sad. It made me sad about the time I still have here on Earth, especially in the next days, my 39th birthday. So it's the last one in this decade. Um, it was like, fuck, I didn't want to hear that. I didn't, you know, it's already hard enough when you read the after visit summary and you see reasons for visits, skin, what is it, sun damage, you know, and they go down the list. Um, and so I do want to be more conscious about what I eat. Because a lot of the foods that we eat lead to tumors in our body, and they do lead to cancer. And so one thing I was reading, and it was really interesting, and I'm going to see, and this is just for me, I'm not, you know, telling people what they have to do. But like for dairy, I'm cut, I'm going to cut dairy. And the reason why is like, think about when the cow feeds this baby calf. It's giving it this milk to create a monster. Like think about how big they are. We're not meant to be like that huge. 
And then a lot of dairy, too, is uh, processed and whatnot. It's not even actually in it. How much of the food do we eat that's in its natural state? Like, when we look at the labels and whatnot. Um, so that's going to be a very big shift for me because I'm the kid, like, young Julie. Like, we would get in the car, and my parents fed us cheese to shut us up. Like, that was how we got to go on family. Like, we couldn't afford, like, vacations where you get on a plane and go stuff. We would go on family day drives up to Michigan. We would look at houses we couldn't afford. Maybe they were planting a seed, and I didn't realize it. You know, for one, I'm going to get one day. But we would eat cheese so we didn't have to go out to eat because they had to pay for six people. And so I just grew up loving cheese. My dad always said, none of my kids ever had a broken bone because we eat so much cheese. So I associated cheese and skim milk with that. Um, so I'm going to try to give that up for a little bit. I haven't had meat since my birthday. I am going to cut, though, just like an al- some of the alcoholics I know. When they start drinking, they do duels or they do some of those mocktails. Uh, I was doing the um, Beyond Burgers. I'm going to cut those. So... I'm going to go into, basically, I'm going to shop the outside of the grocery store. And I'm, so I'm going to be more mindful of what I eat as it enters my body. I'm going to be more grateful of the food, you know, and bless it before I eat it because all that's sacred will be entering my body as sacred. And my body is sacred. And, um, yeah, I'm just hoping that it will help me heal physically, you know, with my skin cancer, just that it won't come back. And any, you know, issues that I've had previously in my life. And it will help me mentally just to feel better, more clarity. Because we really decide the day we're going to have. We decide the way we're going to look at the world. And if you feed your body junk, you're going to have a junky attitude. That's my thought. So I want a clear mind, clear heart, clear vision. And so I want to see the world through a lens, you know. And and I'm not saying I'm not going to be realistic. Because, unfortunately, as optimistic as I say I am, I am a realist. And so we're going to have to figure out, you know, the paradigm there and how to find a balance. I am starting a um, course on Saturdays with my partner. It's called Self-Invested. And it is about the poverty mindset. So I'm very excited. It's actually a year long. So every Saturday we're going to start doing that. And I hope to grow spiritually with that. And we're moving into poverty mindset. So that is my next area that I've really thought about a lot during this COVID. I've had a chance to slow down, really look at when I am part of the rat race, how much money I spend without putting any thought into it. And maybe not even enjoyment, but... I've been able to put a significant amount of money to the side during this. And the reason why is because I'm not paying to park in front of my house $2 an hour. I'm not getting, you know, the amount of Starbucks I was getting. I'm not paying the 40 some dollars to fill up my gas tank as often. I also, this one just really resonated with me, but I really haven't bought any new clothes. Now I do. And I will tell people that it's a bad habit to some, but for me, it's an investment for my career. I do spend a lot of money on Lululemon tights. So I found two pairs on sale during this, and that's basically all I've bought. And I realized that why are we buying clothes that are trendy, that are only going to be around for a short amount of time to impress people who probably aren't going to be in our life a long time? And 
I know that I'd been doing that for a long time. Coming from someone who doesn't have a great sense of fashion as is, I was spending a lot of money to try to look cool and impress people who don't really matter to me. And, you know, they haven't checked in on me during this COVID, those people that I wanted to impress. They weren't there for me with my skin cancer. I didn't get a gift card or, you know, a little Venmo saying, you got this today. You know, none of those people. The people who are there for me are my genuine people. And they don't, they come over to my house in sweats. Sweats and a face mask these days, you know. So that's something I've really learned is like, there's this movement, it's called the FIRE movement. And it's financial independence, retire early. Now, obviously, I'm a little behind the ball getting into, you know, the knowledge about this at 39. But it is a movement um, I'm on board. I'm listening to. I'm trying to figure out. And something that I've planted a seed in my head is a five-year plan. I do. And I'm putting this out here. So this is scary because this is going to make it, you know, it's going to get out there. And it's going to hopefully something's going to come forward of it and you know in a positive way but I do want to leave Chicago within five years and to leave Chicago means I would walk away from my career this is a career I've had for 16 years so that could be you know 20 years and obviously we live in a society that is ageist so I'm gonna have to go and really believe in who I am and believe in what my next move is and invest in myself believe in myself promote myself and it's scary. It's scary to say it out loud to you all. But um, that's my next move because I've limited myself. I wanted, I couldn't believe when I moved to this area what teachers made. And when I got the job, I was so excited and grateful and I love my job. But I've literally made it to the top of the pay scale. I have a master's degree. I'm the chair of my department. There is no room for growth where I'm at. I'm literally at now the standstill. And I'm so grateful I have a job. Like, let's let's definitely chime in right now with COVID like all of us in the fine arts in the PE area like we just are crossing our fingers and toes that we have jobs and so I am I'm so grateful for that but I got to a point where I said okay I have this pension that's going to be waiting for me which is terrifying to think I'm gonna be teaching at like 63 if I stay um because I gotta get 65 to get this pension um so I've got this pension I've got a condo and that's it. I'm here. I'm staying. Like, I'm this the rest of my life. Um, and that's not me. I don't, I love growth. I want to grow. I want to do more. So, that Julie, like, this COVID experience is like woken that Julie back up. Like, I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm now I'm ready. Like, I don't, I don't know, but I know I have a five year plan. And I know it involves financial success. It involves, you know, getting some of these debts I do have settled up so that I can go if I have to take a pay cut, but to do something new, I can do that. And so, and I can leave Chicago. And even with my career, I can leave up to two years um, as long as I don't sign a contract. So technically, like, maybe I was to do a YouTube uh, channel on something and I made some money. I could do that, I believe. So, you know, we could look into that. So that is another thing during COVID that, I've gone into like a different level of consciousness with is that I want it's not even that I want more I just I'm ready for different and I think it's just that 
two weeks, not even two weeks ago, but I walked out in the morning because I had to go run an errand and I looked to my right and my entire road has red tape across it. I looked to my left, there's a police officer blocking it off. This is right in front of my home, my home, you know, I take so much pride in because a 21 year old had been shot six hours earlier. And it's just the fact that I actually was numb to it. My friend sent me a screenshot of the neighborhood Facebook page that said, oh my God, there's a body covered with a white sheet. And I said, oh, I was hoping no one would see that. And she's like, are you, what? Like, you're numb to it. And I am. I've become numb and that's sad, you know? And it's like every July now, it's been three years since, you know, I saw the man get killed by gunpoint outside my window. And so I just, I want to go somewhere where, like I watched The Notebook last night and she rides her bike over to see Noah reading to his dad on the porch at 1030 at night. And I said, I wish we could ride our bikes at 1030 at night, but we can't here. We, I mean, we're scared to go out in the daylight. Who knows, you know? And so I'm going to leave here. I got to leave here. I have to leave here. I want space. I want the ability to go sit outside. I want to be able to walk. And I know, like, I know not, like, crime happens everywhere. I'm aware of that. But if the odds were just a little bit smaller than it was going to happen, I would feel a little bit better. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things brewing for change. And um, that's where I'm at. So I just wanted to check in. I'm wondering... um, what are you guys doing? What What are you doing to change your lives? What is going going on with your summer? If you are listening to this, I am going to ask you to send me a message on Instagram. My screen name is jeepgirl0609, because that's my birthday. So J-E-E-P-G-I-R-L-0609 on Instagram. You know, add me, follow me, message me. Let me know if you're actually listening. Um, Maybe let me know some mistakes you've made. My next podcast, I will... I'm plotting to have a co-host, and we're going to talk about relationships, lessons we've learned. Um, They will be specifically girl-on-girl relationships, but we've got some good advice. All right. I have now spoken for, this is only 18 minutes. I feel like it's been longer. I'm going to go back and listen and publish this. All right. I hope everybody's staying safe out there. And in my opinion, I say wear a mask. I say it's the right thing to do. So do you. But be safe, be healthy, and care about your fellow humans. Bye.